0: All right, we are recording.
1: This is the Rethink Podcast.
0: Welcome to the Rethink Podcast. This is the sixth episode of the Rethink Podcast, and we're so glad that you guys joined us. I'm here with Megan in my living room.
2: Yeah, hi guys.
0: Megan is my wife. Megan, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself a little bit.
2: Yeah, so as you know, my name is Megan. I am Brian's wife. I am a worship leader at Calvary Mac and for Rethink as well. Um, And I am feeling great.
0: All right, that's good. I'm also joined with uh, Jericho and Ashley. They are stuck in puppy love right now, puppy city. They had a batch pop out of one of their dogs not too long ago. Uh, a
2: fresh batch.
0: Yep. They're joining yeah. from their living room. And Dayton, why don't you to introduce yourself?
3: Uh, hi, I'm Jericho. And uh, I'm uh, the youth pastor at Lafayette Community Church and also on the leadership team with Rethink.
0: And
1: I'm Ashley, married to Jericho. <laughs> and um, I am a medical assistant dealing with the coronavirus pandemic right now and also on the leadership team uh, for Rethink.
0: And we're all so excited that we get to be here meeting with you over the airwaves. I am so <laughs> excited for the time we get to see you guys again. Do you guys miss Rethink?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And all the people, I miss large gatherings of people. And I'm an introvert, so it's like weird that I feel that way, but, <laughs> but I really do.
0: <laughs> well, either way, in case you're wondering why we have a podcast, it's because we can't do in-person ministry right now. As we all know, everything's been shut down. We're just waiting for it to reopen. But until then, we're still going to meet. It's just going to be over the Internet. So listen to this podcast, do the Bible study with us, and then call up a friend to talk about the questions. You can talk over Zoom, text, call, FaceTime. Doesn't matter to us as long as you're staying connected and uh, keeping the community going of Rethink, of, of McMinnville's premier young adult ministry. We're real excited that you guys decided to listen to us today. Moving on, though, to the latest news on the coronavirus shutdown for Rethink. Normally, I have a date where I say, oh, this is the, the most recent news on when the shutdowns will open up. But I wrote down in my notes here, who knows, with a whole bunch of question marks behind it, because <laughs> really, we don't know. We can't pretend to know. They're changing it so often. So we don't know when Rethink is going to get to meet together again in person, but we do know it's coming soon and we're going to start having campfires as a group together as soon as they allow us to meet together again. So keep your eye on social media to find out what's going on there, and we'll try to keep you guys updated on the podcast. But to all my co-hosts, how are you guys doing with the shutdown? What have you guys been up to the last few weeks?
3: Not a whole lot has changed for us. Um, Ashley gets to go to work, and I stay home and try to work from the house as much as I can, and Take care of the puppies. Yeah, not a whole lot has happened.
1: I've been, I've just been going to work like normal. But then when I've been coming home, I've been, we were able to get a um, keyboard the other day that was donated to our church from a church I used to go to. So I've been kind of sitting down, playing that, and figuring out things on that. So that's been fun. That's awesome. But that's about it.
0: <laughs> well, that's cool though. You get to. Build- is it at your house or is it at the church?
1: It's in our living room right now, actually.
3: <laughs> yeah, we figured we could take it home for a little bit since we're not meeting at, at the church building and she could relearn how to use that one, so.
0: Well, great. Yeah, it's been fun. Megan and I have been doing lots of projects and building all kinds of sheds and shelves and painting stuff, right, Megan? Mm-hmm, yep. It's been pretty fun.
2: Yeah, we did. we've been outside quite a bit as much as we can, kind of in our in our little yard. And if we've gone out, like we've been getting like plants and gardening and doing lots of that kind of stuff to, to keep ourselves busy and keep our surroundings beautiful.
0: <laughs> yep. Ashley, how's work been the last week Are, are things starting to kind of calm down? Or are you still uh, work to, still pretty stressful?
1: It's actually been better. I guess you could say like our respiratory clinic hasn't been, Super jam packed, and we our schedules have actually picked up a little bit with regular like visits and stuff, so that's been nice because um, it's kept us a little bit busier, but it's not like the same kind of stress level that it was before, so that's been nice,
0: yeah, yeah, that's really good to hear. I wanted to remind everyone that our goal for this season is that we will see home as our first church, and I feel like uh, it's been working, guys. i just seen so many people gathering together in their homes, praying, worshiping, watching church online, taking their faith seriously because they can't depend on a Sunday morning sermon and gathering with a bunch of people for their faith anymore. They have to take it into their own hands. And so we want to remember that that home is our first church. Even when things open back up again and things get back to normal, home is still your first church. And so that's the lesson that we hope everyone will take away from this season. Make sure that you stay connected during this time, though. It's extremely important that we keep the fellowship alive as much as we can. So be sure to follow us on social media to stay updated on what we're doing to stay connected. Uh, We're still going to meet at 7 on Monday nights. It just won't be at the church. It'll be all over the Internet, phone calls. You know the drill. So listen to the podcast and talk about the questions at the end. That way we can all stay connected and uh, keep moving forward through this time. We want to support each other. We don't want anyone to be isolated or alone, especially those who may be depressed. We we want uh, to support you guys, so please reach out. DM on the uh, Rethink Instagram, that's Rethink underscore Mac. If you uh, feel like you don't have anyone to talk to, we'd love to get connected with you and get to know you. Enough about the coronavirus, though. I want to get into some good news, and Ashley, I think that you had something for us today.
1: Yeah, so I um, found on goodnewsnetwork.org an article from March 9th, and it's about an 18-year-old blind piano player who is so talented that scientists are studying his brain. He's been blind since birth, and his parents were told that he had a 50% chance of survival. And he underwent 11 surgeries before he was even two years old. He survived his prognosis. And by the time he was three, he was playing two-handed piano compositions and writing his own songs without ever having a teacher. So that's why um, scientists are wanting to study um, his brain to kind of understand the human brain a little bit better.
0: Dang.
2: Yeah, that's incredible.
0: At that rate, he'll be playing three-handed piano compositions by the
1: <laughs> I know. I'm kind of jealous. I wish I could do that.
2: <laughs> you know wow! By at three years old, how old does it say? How old he is now? He's 18. Okay.
0: Oh, he's now. 18 now. Okay. Yeah. A little bit behind the behind the curve if he's not, you know, playing three hands or whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. His brain is so further along than the rest of us that he grew another hand. Yeah, to play. He can.
3: <laughs> he's, he's the next Stevie Wonder.
0: <laughs> the real reason why they're studying him is because he's so smart he can move stuff with his mind. And yeah, they that's find the, stuff they it.
2: don't want you to know.
0: Yeah, that's what. They, <laughs> it's X Men. Yeah, that, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Oh my gosh! Man, well, that's so you know, that you know. There's, they're gonna. I wonder what they'll learn. I wonder what they're looking for when they're studying his brains. Do you know what I think they're doing? Yeah. I think they're trying to find the secret that that mankind has been searching for since musical instruments were invented: how to master an instrument without practicing. <laughs> <laughs> to the to the bane of music teachers everywhere. Oh my! God. <laughs> well, he taught
3: himself, so.
0: There yeah. you go. He's
3: the one to look at.
0: Thanks for bringing that, Ashley. It's about yes. time that we go ahead and jump into our scripture. We're going to be reading out of 1 John now. We just finished up at Ephesians. I hope that you guys enjoyed that. I hope you were challenged and encouraged by going through the book of Ephesians with us. And, uh,. Yeah, we just wrapped up chapter six last week. Now we're jumping right into 1 John. And Jericho, could you go ahead and pray for uh, this time right now?
3: Generally Father, Lord. We just uh, thank you, Lord, that uh, even though we can't meet together in person, God, we can uh, still be connected through your word, God. And we pray that your word will speak to us tonight, Father, uh, and that we will gain wisdom from it, God. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you. Well, Megan... You want to go ahead and start uh, reading, read that first section?
3: Yeah,
2: absolutely. So we're reading out of 1 John chapter 1, starting at the beginning. Which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked at and our hands have touched. This we proclaim concerning the word of life. The life appeared. We have seen it and testified to it. And we proclaim to you the eternal life. Which was with the Father and has appeared to us. We proclaim to you what we have seen and heard, so that you also may have fellowship with us. And our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son Jesus Christ. We write this to make our joy complete.
3: I just love the way John always portrays Jesus as being there from the beginning. Because even even you know the big book of John, it starts out in the beginning was the word right and again here in in first john who says i am writing about what existed from the beginning
2: yeah he,
3: he just keeps emphasizing that jesus has always been and always will be and i think that's just something that stands out
0: i really love the place that john is writing from right here where it's mm. you know because we've seen we've touched we've mm-hmm. heard i am giving you this message and he even gives the reason that he's giving us this message is so that our joy may be complete. I think it's a call to those who have heard, felt, and seen the message to go and spread that message as well. Yeah, I, I just really love where John is writing this from and how he expresses that. I think that the, the natural response to us seeing God is to share that message and to spread the word.
2: For sure. I had that same thought of just the, how he kept repeating, like, we've seen it. And we, and testify to it. We like, we are proclaiming what we have seen and what we have heard. I think, you know, believers today, all of us, if we're, you know, proclaiming that Jesus is our savior, it's because we've seen him, you know, not maybe not physically standing in front of, of us right now as they did then, but we've seen the power of God. We've seen, we've felt his presence. We have heard his, his voice. We have felt his love. So that's why we proclaim it. And I think it's important to remember that as believers. I'm saying these things, I believe these things because... I've I've seen you, God.
0: Ashley, do you have any thoughts on any of that?
1: I think kind of the same thing, you know, like I have the whole entire chapter underlined because there's so many good things in there. I like verse three and four a lot where it says, we proclaim to you what we have seen and heard so that you also may have fellowship with us. And our fellowship is with the Father and with his son, Jesus Christ. We write this to make our joy complete. I think those are two of my favorite verses because they go through talking about how we've seen we've testified to it, we proclaim it, you know, um, so that we can share with other people so they can have the same thing that we have, the same like fellowship that we have, the same beliefs that we have, the same life that we can have.
3: Yeah, that word life sticks out to me in in all of what you just read. And the word of life, God's word brings life. Uh, that's so awesome. And that, that's like, like it says, that's why they proclaim it.
2: I also have a note, in my Bible where it says, you know, in verse four, we write this to make our joy complete. There's a little note that says some manuscripts uh, say your. So we write this to make your joy complete and how it's like, I think, I think where it says our, it's including now that person, you know, who they're writing to. Uh,
0: Megan, you want to keep reading from verse five to 10?
2: This is the message we have heard from him and declare to you. God is light in him. There is no darkness at all. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. If we claim we have not sinned, we make him out to be a liar and his word is not in us.
0: Wow, that's pretty bold. It's so awesome, though, that we're reading this right now, walking in the light, when I feel like the last half of the book of Ephesians that we just read is talking about walking in the light. Yeah. That's what Paul was arguing for was to walk in the light. And so now we're, we're reading this. I think that's a really cool connection. Do you guys have any thoughts on that?
1: I think verse 10 is probably the one that sticks out to me the most because it, in verse nine, he talks about confessing our sins and stuff and that God will forgive us. And then if we claim we have not sinned, we make him out to be a liar and his word has no place in our lives. And I think that's the verse that's always stuck out to me because I know in my everyday life that I sin in some way. So if I say that I haven't sinned or I haven't done something wrong, I'm basically calling God a liar. Yeah, I, I and that's a scary thought.
0: I, I always think of it as like a catch twenty two, where if you say that you don't sin, then you have so much pride that it is a sin. You know, mm-hmm. you you hold yourself in such high. Mm-hmm to say oh I don't I'm not a sinner I'm not
2: a sinner anymore (laughs) and then
0: well that's so funny that you'd say that because it's actually your heart has sin in it that you'd be so prideful to say and if we if someone does go around saying oh I don't sin I I don't need to be forgiven of sin well Jesus did forgive you of sin and so you're you're calling him a liar by saying that you don't need to be forgiven you know that's kind of how I interpret that too yeah Mm mm-hmm
3: yeah, but like verse 7 says, you know, but if we walk in the light, as he himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one, now, one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Yeah. And it's it's, uh, it's important to remember that, that it's Jesus's blood that cleanses us from all sin. And that's why we need it, because we are sinners.
2: Also, in my Bible, there's a little note by the word all, like, he cleanses us from, purifies us from all sin. And it says, or every sin, which is, like, also just makes me think, like, how crazy it is that, like, God is so loving, he's so forgiving, that literally every sin, and, like, in our humanity, and, like, in our brains, we can only, we categorize, you know, the badness of sin, you know? And so there's like levels in our minds, but to say that God, you know, he purifies us, every sin is pretty incredible. And for me also in verse six, this verse has, um, I think always, I don't know if it's like convicting or encouraging, but it says, if we claim to a fellowship with him and yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not live out the truth. And that's just like, whoa, whoa, Yeah. Like I, I claim in my own life, you know, I claim to have fellowship with God. And there are many times where I think I, I let myself stay in, in a dark place. I walk in, in darkness. And so in guilt and guilt guilt and yeah. And, and that's me. I'm, I'm then I'm lying, you know, and I'm, and I'm not living out the truth. And that's so badly what, you know, I want is I want to live out the truth of the gospel. And he, you know, when we're, when we become children of God, when we become saved, he gives us a a new self. He gives us, he regenerates us from what we once were. And so to continue to live in that darkness, it's like, it's like a lie. I'm living a lie and I'm not living out the truth that he's spoken.
3: Yeah. I like, I like the language there and um, it's, it's a good reminder it, And it says, and yet keep on walking. And I think that's the important thing that we don't keep on walking in the darkness. Yeah. Um, sometimes we do get stuck there and it, it's hard to get out, but that reminder of our sin is what keeps reminding us that we, we need Jesus.
0: I, I think that the people who put, you know, our English Bibles together and added the headings and stuff did a good job on breaking chapter one up the way they did, because we see in the first section there, verses one through four, uh, John's kind of saying, he's explaining what he's about to do. He's saying, because we've heard and we've seen and we've looked and we've touched, you know, we have this message we want to bring to you. And then he says, this is the message that we've heard. This is the thing I'm talking about that we've seen and touched is that we are forgiven of our sins and we need to walk in that light of being forgiven and the eternal jesus came and forgave us of our sins
2: and even okay that reminded me what when you just said that to read in verse five like this is the message (laughs) god is light in him there is no darkness at all and that is like that could become a giant you know we could unpack that for a long time i think of, you know, what does that mean? Like, if, if God's the creator of everything, then there's all this evil in the world. And like, did he create evil or like, you know, I think people have these, these thoughts and it's like, no, in him, there is no darkness at all. He is only, he's only light. And so that's, I don't know, that's just like a, a heavy truth, I think, to take from this, this passage of scripture to know that God is light in him. There's no darkness at, at all in him, through him. Yeah.
1: Sometimes it could be a little intimidating too, because, you know, if you think about, if you think about it, like the darkness is, you know, where, you know, like it's evil, it's stuff that's not true. It's sin, you know, and all this stuff. And we are sinners. So sometimes I feel like to me, it can be a little intimidating to like think about it because like God is perfect. He's holy. He's, you know, everything that sin, is, sin and darkness is not. And so sometimes it, to me, it's a little intimidating, but it's also comforting at the same time to think about it too.
2: Well, and even to remember the like, you know, we this in elementary school of light, A oh, white is all of the colors. It's all of the light colors coming together. That's white. Black or darkness is complete absence of light. And so like, that's a basic thing that we all understand. But I think sometimes we view darkness as it's like an actual thing, but really darkness
0: is the is, absence of God.
2: Yeah. Is the absence mm-hmm. of God and yeah. so all the evil, all the things going on in this world that we're like, how could, you know, this be happening and God's letting this happen. And it's like, it's the absence of him. It's,
0: it's brought on by sin. Yeah.
3: Yeah it's it's what God is actually giving us what a lot of people are asking for you know they 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 want to be separate from him yeah. and and that's what it looks like is is darkness is evil is is being apart from god and um that's what it looks like um, and i I can't imagine what hell itself is going to look like, and I'm glad I never will. <laughs> but the complete absence of God, to be completely separated from Him. yeah um, Here on earth, we get to see glimpses of Him every day. Uh, see Him in other believers, see Him in, in His creation. And when see he,
1: Him in our puppies. <laughs>
3: <yeah>. <laughs> see Him <laughs> in our cute little puppies. Yeah. For Him to be completely out of the picture. I, I never want to see that.
2: Yeah,
0: that's great. So what do you guys think is the call that we can get to recap the end of John chapter one?
3: To live in the light. And remember that, like Ashley pointed out in verse nine, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous, forgiving us our sins and cleansing us from all unrighteousness.
0: All right. Well, that'll do it for first John chapter one. I know that it's a short one this week, but that's okay. Next week is quite a bit longer, but we're going to get into some questions now. You can find these questions on the Rethink blog and on the Instagram. Go ahead and call up a friend now and talk about these. How have you seen and heard God's word come to life? What is the message that we carry as Jesus followers? What does it mean to walk in the light? What should we do when we find ourselves stuck in sin? Is there any sin that you need to confess? Take some time to talk and or pray about it. Like I said, you can find these questions on the Rethink blog and on Instagram. Uh, Call someone up and talk through them now. It's time for some final thoughts, though. Megan, do you have any final thoughts?
2: God is good. (laughs) And he brings life and he brings light into our lives. And so walk in the light and live out the truth of the scripture, what He has for for you, and there's so much available in Him. And so walk in that. Don't be held down by darkness and sin any longer. Um, there's so much freedom through Christ.
0: Jericho,
3: I've just been the last few few days. It's just uh, been thinking about just trying to find something to be joyful about each and every day because there's so much. I mean, even in the midst of this darkness. Uh, when you, when you look around, uh, you, you can find so much joy in just being alive, getting to wake up every morning. That comes from God's light. And so we, we need to continue to walk in His light. We can find joy each and every day.
0: Ashley?
1: I just want to reread verse 7. But if we walk in the light as He is in the light, We have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son purifies us from all sin. Just remember that even when you go through trying times or the season of darkness, that God is light and you can go to him with anything and everything that you need in your life.
0: All right. Well, that'll do it for another episode of the rethink podcast. Thank you so much, everyone for listening. We're praying for you. We're so excited and just can't wait for the time when we get to be with everyone again. And, and eat together and worship together and talk together but until then i hope that you guys have been enjoying the podcast we'll see you next week bye, bye. bye <laughs> <laughs> all right awesome thanks guy.